What's up, peeps? <coughs> Are you fucking? <laughs> What's up, peeps? I'm Matt. And I'm Mike. And we are the Pink Gold Peeps, two 20-somethings who like to talk all things Nintendo, video games, nerdy geek stuff, and all the all of the above. Mike, how's your week been? Um, well, it's Monday, so it couldn't have really gone poorly for now. I mean, um, yet. <laughs> well, this is my last week at work for the year, so I oh, have a cool. lot of stuff to wrap up. I have a lot of things to do today. But I'm happy because I keep looking at my list and it's getting smaller and smaller. And I'm like, okay, I'll finally have nothing to do <laughs> right in time for the new year to start and for me to have all the stuff to do. Right. What about you? Uh, well, I, I do have to go to work um, next week. So oh, I'm sorry. Week. Well, I mean, I get Christmas Day off and that's, that's it. Really? You only yep. get Christmas Eve? I uh, Hopefully, if I'm lucky, we'll get a half day. Okay. But they don't announce that until like the day before. Yeah, they don't tell so you So I'll get Christmas then. Eve off. I have to work New Year's Eve. Oh. <sighs> Man. So I have to bolt home to get ready for our New Year's party. Well, if you need help, I'm home. So thank you. <laughs> like if you need me to go get stuff for you, or right, anything, right. You know. I appreciate that. Um, um, that's rough. Yeah, and then I'll, and then I'll have to go to work the day after New Year's Day. <sighs> so I'll, well, day after I'll New Year's recover day, very fast. January second is usually when most people go back. That's yeah. when I'm going back. I know. Um, I'm, I'm actually keep thinking about it now. I have like it was really funny. I said, okay, I take all these days off, and I like held all my vacation days because. My my manager was on maternity leave all summer, so I didn't really get to take a lot of vacation time. And I'm like, even if I'm taking all this vacation, I still have like six days of vacation that I'm just not going to use this year. And I'm like, you know, I should have taken this week off too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, what can you do? You don't have any that carries over? I do, but it's harder to use carryover time. So gotcha. like I can use it, right. but like... If, if it's just my like my paid time off, it's like, I don't have to say anything to anybody. I just say, here's the form. Here you go. I'm yep. taking off. I um, You know, I'm going to Disney in January. Yes, you are. And I put the recommend request in in sometime in October, I think. Okay. No, September. No, mm, uh, October. I'm going to say October. Okay. And just yesterday, I got the okay. Oof. And I was like, well, I mean, I already paid all the money, so I'm glad I got the okay now. Because <laughs> I was going regardless. Yeah, you got to catch lots of carnivines, right? Oh, there. yeah. Um, a couple other things before we start the show. Sure. I saw the new Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah, I heard it was good. Um, Even if you're not a superhero fan, go see this movie. Yeah. This was the not only the best superhero movie I think I've ever seen. It was, like, one of the best animated movies I've ever seen. I have heard it's really good. Like, I was I was genuinely stunned how good it is. That surprises me because I know you went in with high hopes. I went in with high hopes, and, I and like, this is by far the best Spider-Man movie, mm -hmm. and Peter Parker's not even the main character. Yeah, it's not, right? He's the, he's the second main character, like, a very close one. Yeah. But, yeah, Miles is the main character of this one. That's cool. And yeah, was Tim was talking about it yesterday. So good. He was like, Matt told me I have to go see it with him. I was like, well, yeah, I, I told Tim, like, as soon as the movie was over... I turned to Rob and I was like, "Rob, I'm taking Tim to see this next weekend." Good, because I'm gonna watch him cry. Okay, there's good. um, there, don't spoil um, it. Just the Stanley can Stanley cameo. Oh no! In the movie, it would have meant something pretty powerful before, but, but now over the course of events, it it literally made me cry. Oh, baby. <laughs> but oh uh, yeah, That's no, okay. it's just oh, it was so good, and the character. It's just such a relatable story mm -hmm. in like all different ways it was so good i'm surprised you didn't use this for your fun fact 
Oh, I have a fun fact. Okay, good, good, good. My other. You didn't give a fun fact last week, so. Yes, I did. No, no. Yes, yeah, I, I no. Didn't I say? No, no. Oh. I don't remember hearing any fun facts from you. That's no. right. No, that's right. That's right. Um, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah, Kingdom Hearts. The so, new trailer came out today. I'm a little upset that Kingdom Hearts three got leaked because someone decided to steal thirty copies of the game and sell them on Facebook Market of all places. Really? That's where they sold yeah, them. Yeah, they sold them on Facebook Market. All right. And all right. he got a couple of them out before he got shut down. Now the spoilers going all over the place. Yeah, and I like I'm genuinely upset by this. And the best part is, is today they released a new trailer, which I watch. And as you all know, I I mean like I know Kingdom Hearts, but I'm not enfranchised with it, not nearly like Matt is. And I watched it, and I texted Matt this morning. I was like, I really am excited for you to watch watch you play Kingdom Hearts, but you're also not allowed to watch this trailer for Kingdom <laughs> Hearts. I heard there were spoilers, and then earlier today, IG I'm not going to say the title of the article, but IGN posted a spoiler. What I consider a spoiler, I would for consider the game it a spoiler in the title of an article, and I was just I was so annoyed. I mean, I think someone saw this. Um, I posted this the other day. It's like just a reminder that people, um, people who spoil things in the YouTube thumbnails are the worst. Just, <laughs> and, just keep that in mind. And I'm like especially annoyed because several days ago, IGN spoiled the post credit scene for Spider Man for me. Really? Yeah, and I was like, come on! Why like, I'm just never going to use his website. I'm never going to use his website again. But well, I, don't, yeah. I don't see why you don't. Like seriously, you have a month. Just don't go on there. <laughs> Can't wait I'll tell longer. you the news, and you can you cannot get spoiled. Okay. All right. So, um, what you been playing? Um, actually, I have a story for you today because uh, I've been playing a lot of Super Smash Bros., and we're going to talk course. about that right now. But beforehand, I want to tell you that today I played a lot of Sonic Mania. Would cool. you like to know why? Because you wanted to forget about the movie. No. Oh. Well, that too. Um, that is my Joy-Con. Would you like to see what's wrong with it? Uh oh. As you can see, the L button, trigger, Stopped and bumper aren't working. Would you like to know why? Why? Because for the first time in my life today, I dropped my Nintendo Switch on the train. Oh. That Joy-Con first. Ooh. Now, Matt, you've known me for a long time, so you um, you know how calm I was when my Switch fell onto the ground. Right? Oh, just a calm peach. Yeah, just a calm just, little plum. Just totally, totally fine, right? So, uh, after excessive checking... My Switch is fine. <laughs> oh, well, this uh, have you seen the test of the Switch, people? I have. I just... Like, a thousand feet. It doesn't matter. I'm too enfranchised now. Uh -huh. my, my my shiny Beedrill's on that Switch. I can't lose that <laughs> Switch. So, yeah, the... um, I will say this. The, I have the Hori D-pad Joy-Con, which is what Matt's playing with right now, the one that I have buttons missing. Um, For $25, I think it's very solid, but I probably will not be purchasing another one. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I, I will say, not not to bash your purchase, that's not what I'm trying to say, but a Nintendo Joy-Con would not have busted like that. No, it wouldn't have. But, I, I mean, I like this controller a lot. I really like the D-pad on it. But I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm getting close to buying another set of Joy-Cons anyway because one of my yellow Joy-Cons has issues and my blue and gray Joy-Cons are older. And I put them through the ringer because I use my Switch every single day. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'd rather just hold this $25 and put them towards a new set of Joy-Cons. But I wanted to share that story with you. Yep. That's so I played Sonic Mania because I turned on Smash and it was fine. Everything was working. But then I took this off to try to see if I could like push down the L button to like crack it back into place, Ooh. which I think I just did. Holy crap. Oh, damn. Well, there you go. There we go. Okay. You know what? This is a pretty good purchase after all. <laughs> but I did all this 
And then I put it back on, and I was trying to play World of Light, and Wolf should, wouldn't stop shielding, and I was like, why would... Oh. I All he did was shield and grab. Shield and grab. <laughs> wow, okay. Well, you know what it fixed right here on stream. Right live. We got it. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. Hori D-pad is uh, surprisingly resilient. All right. <laughs> watch this. Uh, but yeah, I've been playing more Sonic Mania. I mean, it's... Sonic Mania. It's the kind of game you want digitally on your Switch, because I sat for 25 minutes, I beat four zones, and it was fun. Yeah, cool. Nice. Um, so, Matt, let's talk about Smash. Okay, let's talk Smash. So, since last time we talked, we both had a lot more time with the game. Yeah. A fair amount more time. Yeah, no, I a lot more time with the game. Uh, so, last week we talked about characters. Are there any characters that you want to amend your conversation about, or things that you want to share with the group? <sighs> Um, one that I don't really think I brought up in the group, but I brought up to you the other night was mm -hmm. Incineroar. It's like, I hate Incineroar. Yeah, I'm and, like really bummed about no, how no, much I, I don't said, like Incineroar. I said, I hate Incineroar. And then I told that to my other friend, and my other friend was like, I'm gonna wreck your face with Incineroar now. And then he, like, promptly wrecked my face with Incineroar. Oh, I mean, he's good. I just... He has recovery that is legendarily bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but also he's a lot of fun once you get past it. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's bad like, and I won't don't play get, him. Don't get off the stage. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like Yoshi also, has great recovery, but I don't play him. <laughs> um, his side B. Yeah. His side B is, like, surprisingly good for getting back on the stage. Yeah. I mean... I imagine it would be. Not great, but fine, right? It, like little, it, it, gets job, it gets the job done better than Little Mac. Yeah, well, hmm. <laughs> I won't disagree with that. <laughs> well, I'm happy that you've you've lightened up to Incineroar a little more. I still need some coercion, but... Mm -hmm. um, I, I do like Incineroar now. Um, I don't know if there's any other... Because, I mean, like, I like all the characters. Like, I can't say I, ugh, I hate this character. Yeah. Like, there's characters I'd rather not play as, but there's no well, characters that I'm like, I hate this character. No. Yeah. I also still haven't unlocked all the characters. I know you haven't, but you've been having... I mean, every time you play with somebody, or like I said last week, you're playing with somebody who has more characters than you see. Well, I mean, the only time that's happened was the two times that I played with you. Oh, really? So most of the time, I've been play we've been playing with my Switch, and oh, I've just okay. been unlocking them as like... So how many do you have now? Them. I think I have 50-something. Okay, so you're like near the end. I'm almost there, yeah. Okay. Uh, characters I want to talk about real fast. Um, the me gunner and the me brawler got buffed in this game, and it makes me happy because I like I really like playing as the me fighter. And we had I had a me swordsman on Matt's Switch, uh, Wii U rather, who I really liked using. And I always feel bad for the me fighters because I feel like no one ever actually picks them except for me. <laughs> and it was like I was happy that I had the me swordsman, but I tried so hard on my 3ds to make a good Wii gunner and a good Wii brawler. I was like, they're just bad and this game they're fine they're like another character they're, they're not fine. broken but they're like okay cool another character mm -hmm. um i also wanted to say looking more into it i'm i really like playing crom a lot more because so crom is is to is to roy what lucina is to mark yeah I've, I've seen a lot of stuff about crom now yeah so crom just has like that neutral across his entire sword not like roy where he needs to be closer to the hilt right to get extra damage um people are saying he's really good because his b up if you catch someone in the air with his B up, it's like Ganondorf's B side or or Bowser's B side, but they die first. Right. Well, I've, I've seen that, and because you have that benefit of the whole sword instead mm -hmm. of having to get up close and personal, because Roy does. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm happy with Crom, and it's not like I won't keep playing Roy, but I've definitely started to gravitate more towards Crom. Makes me very happy. I mean, I don't play Fire Emblem characters anyway. I know you don't, <laughs> but like, you know, it is like. 
thematically, the fact that Lucina and Krom, who are from the same game, who, like, are a partner together, you know, father and son, are, like, the not, like, weird versions of Marth and Roy, the original Fire Emblem characters. You and just I just call Krom and Lucina father and son. Father and daughter. Right. <laughs> right. Thank you. Thank like, you. Wait a minute. I was like, no, he's definitely your dad. Mmm. Son. <laughs> yes. Uh, I just like the fact that they, like, they do the same thing, like, thematically together. Yeah. What I am bummed about, though, is looking more into it, how much the other three Echo Fighters, who aren't Dark Pit, are so not different than their They're counterparts. not different. And, like, didn't they say in the trailer, in the, um... In the direct, that R- Richter was a little faster than I thought Simon. they did, but like all everything that I've seen says he's not. He's like the same person. Well, I found it strange because like when I first looked at Daisy's page on the Smash Wiki, it said she had no differences. Now it says she has a couple. Like her her A up has a wider range, and her B side has a wider range, but she has a larger hurt box. So her attacks hit more, but she can get hit more easily. But that's really it in terms of change. Then like Dark Sam is just like moves a little bit faster, and her A-up hits a little bit lower. And yeah, I don't think anything for Richter has been shown as different. And that kind of bums me out, just because, like, well, Dark Pit, okay, he has one attack that works differently, but it's it's kind of the way he kills people. Right. And Lucina and Krom have such different, just fundamental movesets. Like, I, I, the thing about them is that Aren't their movesets pretty much the same, but because well, of yeah. the, the tip versus the, the tip, full sword. The tip thing. or hilt versus or the hilt, full sword. That's right, yeah. Because it's like they do less damage, but their damage is consistent. Mm-hmm. And like Lucina is is Krom. I, I mean is Marth. Just right. with Yeah, that. exactly. But just like just because of that, it has to change your strategy. Like because you're changing something like intrinsic to the character. Yeah, and that's what bums me out. And I understand like for other characters that might not be as easy. They're like, okay, we're gonna take this character and change this one thing about them and it changes the entire character. But like, come on, man. No, it's just I don't know. And I mean like I think you could have at least put certain things there, you know, like why can't Daisy I don't know. I don't know. Do anything different. Yeah. Well like what if she like didn't pick she didn't, like, pick turnips. She picked something different, you know? Yeah. Or something to represent the game she came from. Because there's no references to, to Sarasaland except for her classic mode name. Mm-hmm. And, like, don't get me wrong. Super they Mario Land put, wasn't... I mean, since Waluigi ain't showing up anytime soon... He's they a me outfit. Yeah, but he's not showing up. You don't think I have a me brawler with Waluigi I'm on my mo- Switch? I am right certain now? you do. Okay, good. But he's not in the game, Mike. As a fighter, yes. He's in the game a bunch of ways. Mike. He has a me costume. He has an assist trophy. He's in the game. He's not a playable character in the game, Mike. He's not a pickable fighter on the main screen. Mike. I can name a character Waluigi and give him a Waluigi outfit. You're just upset because... You need help. (laughs) Wah! (laughs) What I was trying to say... Yes. ...was that he was hopefully going to be the Mario side side game rep... So why can't Daisy have a couple, like, I'm saying keep her as an Echo Fighter for Peach, but why can't she have a couple of references to that? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Like, why can't she pick up, I don't know, like, what if instead of out of the ground, I, um, a turn up, she picked up, like, a Mario dice block? I'd be okay with that. I like how her tennis racket has her own thing on it, like, it has the Daisy thing on it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's like, the, the changes for her are so subtle, and it's like, it bums me out, because, I mean, you can, I want to be the Echo Master. Right. And, and Lucina, Krom, and Darkbit are the only ones who are fundamentally different. And those are the three I'm actually good at, which kind of makes me happy. <laughs> but, like, I've been playing a lot of Daisy, and I'm like, this is the same 
Although I do like Peach and Daisy in this game. They're a well, lot of fun. Well, what about Ken? Isn't Ken a little... Ken runs a little faster than... than I don't care about Ryu. Ken. No one does. <laughs> I, 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 I forget he's in the genuinely, game. Genuinely, yeah. I was about to say that. I, for, I just forget he's in the game. It's like, And that's a pity, because he's like a big deal, but I don't care. Uh, I, one, one other thing I do want to say is I really like playing uh, K. Roll. I've been having a lot of fun with him. I hear he's great. He's, I, he's I like good. him, too. I like to play as him, too. Yeah. Um... Uh, we also played Squad Strike since we last talked. Yes, we did. That was cool. I really like Squad Strike. It's neat. When I'm playing 1v1 battles, I feel like I won't just be... Like, unless I'm, like, doing a tournament, I feel like I'm not going to three-stock no items. I think I'd rather always really? do a Squad Strike. I don't strike. know if I'd rather do a Squad Strike. If but... I only have one. Like, if we're playing, like, hey, you and I are playing all night, I'll say we'll do some stock matches and we'll do something like that. But if it's like, hey, you have one minute... To play, like, a round or two. You want to just play, like, a squad strike? Because that's, like, I get to play against see, US four or five like, characters. I don't know if I... Mm, I really? Don't know. It's, like... Because I love it. Don't get me wrong. I really love it. But it's it's not you as one character... Your skill with one character versus someone else's skill with another character. You know? I guess I like it because it is a little bit lighter in that sense. It's, like, it's really, like, you're playing against... You're doing you're ten not, fights. You're, like, ten fighters. You're not pitted against each other in the same way. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's less of a competition and more of a fun... A fun battle. Yeah, and like, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily call just a 1v1 a competition per se, but it's just, I don't know, there's something different about it. It is different. I think, I maybe the newness will wear off eventually, but I just have really been enjoying playing Squad Strike because I think right now it's like I want to play every character. I want to get good at the Me Brawler and the Me Gunner and K Rule and Ridley and Daisy and Krom and, and Dark Pit, and I can play them all. It's not, I get to play one person and just play one person. Right, right, right. And I mean, like, I, I like it too, because I, I do also really like, the, there is a little bit of strategy in, like, how you set up your characters. Yeah, and look at you your opponent's them. team. Who am I going to pick in order? Mm-hmm. You're like, I picked, you know, because, like, you think about it, because, like, I just picked three swordsmen, and my opponent has this character, which means this may not be the best idea, so maybe I should pick something else. <laughs> that person has, you know, range. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you, you have to think about it, because... You're like, well, if I get all short-range characters, then I'm going to be screwed if my opponent comes out with, like, Mega Man or Samus. Yeah. It, it's it's fun. It, it definitely... Ha- I think it has more... It has strategy, but it doesn't because I don't think anyone's going to play it, like, seriously. And I kind of like that. But I think one day when we do tournaments, we should do, like, a squad strike tournament. If we're like, hey, we have less time, let's do three stock... Three, three-man squad strike tournament with everybody. That would be interesting. Right? So I just think about it like, okay, we'll have like a small bracket, like a 16 bracket, but it's a three-man squad strike. Right. Now, would you would you repick characters then? It'd be a lot, because that would be 16 times three. What even is 16 times three? 16 times three? It's third, uh, oh, come on, 48. It's higher than 30. Yeah. Okay, so you would be able to pick all the characters. Yeah. Well, I'm saying 16 bracket, like between... Right. 16 slots between every person. So, yeah, so there's 16 slots, and there's Oh, so 48 characters total. 48 characters will be used. Yeah, so there'll be, you know, 16 characters that don't get used. There'll be, like, you know, 16 Diddy Kongs. (laughs) There's more than 16 characters that won't be used. 16 plus 48 is 64. Yeah, it'll be 26 characters. Yes. Jesus, game has so many characters. So, okay, like, I heard this on the Game Explained podcast earlier today. 100% agree with it. I feel like I played a lot of this game. Haven't even scratched the surface. Nope. Haven't scratched the surface. Uh, there is so much. There are so many characters, and I want to play them all. I, like, I just... And then, like, I'll play a lot of of just smashes. Like, I just like to play just smashes against the CPU yeah. or against my friends. 
and then I'm like, wow, I've just been neglecting the single player stuff because there's so much single player stuff. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Also, I feel like I've been playing. I play like squad strike matches, like one or two a day, usually just against like level eight CPUs, and it's fun. I get it gets me like you know, kind of like warmed up, and then I'll play like a classic mode of the character, and then I'll jump in a world of light, and then I'm just like. I feel like I did nothing, but mm. I played so much of this game. Now, I, I still feel like we should, next week, probably have a good World of Light discussion. Mm-hmm. But how are you feeling on World of Light right now? Um, I think you should turn it back to normal mode, Matt. You have nothing to prove. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> what? World of Light. On hard mode or just in general? Both. Really? Oh, okay. Don't like it is a little, a little much. But yeah, on hard, I'm like, I don't care anymore. Because yeah, I also get it, it spoiled like... for me. How long it is? Like, yeah, that's I don't want to say. I don't want to spoil it, but what I thought was the end is not the end. No, it's not. So... I'm past there. I was like, oh no. I was gonna say the one thing I will say. I am enjoying it, but I'm playing it a lot less now because I was like, wow, this is long. Yeah, and I like. I've played maybe about seven hours of it, mm-hmm. and I just fight over and over and over again i'm getting a little sick of it it's not that it's bad like it's it's good like it's well made yeah but it's so long and in that sense like why didn't you just make this 10 hours like yeah why does it have to be a 50 hour campaign well i like the one thing i do like about it is i mean this replaces event matches which were fun but these but ones so does the spirit board it does so in my opinion like you're not missing out by not doing world of light you're missing out on three of the bosses that you can't access outside right. of you know, the regular version. And I fought one of the bosses so far. Unless the other two are really good, I don't think I'm missing much. And this is coming from a guy who loves boss battles. Right. Um, I'm just, like, sitting there, and it's like... I'm enjoying it a lot, and I like how you don't have to fight every single battle. Because I've, I haven't fought every single battle. And I'm almost done with the, the phase of the game that I'm in. And I'm, like, I'm kind of just trying to push through and be like, okay, I'm going to go and unlock characters, like, go towards those. But if not, I'm pretty much making a beeline to the thing I'm supposed to go to. Mm-hmm. And even then, I'm like, I only play, like, probably four or five battles a day. Because I do enjoy it, I do like it, but I don't think, I look at it the same way I look at, like, classic mode or story mode in other Smash Brothers games. Because, yeah, it gets... It gets a little samey because the ones that are hard are really hard and they're pretty satisfying to win. But then the ones that are bad, they're just like, okay, I do this, I throw that. Like, I'm playing as, like, you know, I'll play as Wolf, is what I've been doing recently. It's like, okay, you know, smash A over here, smash A over there, smash A up, done. Yeah. Especially because, like, once you get into the habit of what spirits you like to use, like, support wise, it becomes a little bit BS. Because, like, right now I have, I used to basically use a combination of three or four spirits. I have the one that makes my physical attacks better, which is one block. I have the one that makes me run faster and just do more damage, which is two blocks. I have the one that, uh, which is Victini, who makes your smash attacks a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. And then I have the one that makes you metal, which is one block. And I basically use a combination of those four, plus, you know, fog resistance, poison resistance, fire resistance on, you know, the appropriate and levels. It's not that I really have an issue with those spirits. It's just, like, they take out the fun of the battle. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was. I think I was but expecting But they're also more... so annoying that I don't care. Yeah, I mean, there are battles where I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to equip, uh, you know, my best level 99 spirit. I have, like, a 12,000 power. I don't care. No, I, I mean, like, there's fights where I'm like, wow, the gimmick of this fight is that there's fog on the map. I'm going to put on the anti-fog because I've stopped caring. Yep. Well, I mean, even then, it's like... I feel like if you go with, like, the silver bullet ones, right? There's fog, and I get rid of the fog. And then what's the point of the level? You feel bad. But then if you just use the ones that make you, like, stupid powerful no matter which character you are, 
it doesn't matter about the board things. Like, I was playing one, and, like, you know, um, I was fighting Hilda, like, Zelda Hilda, um, mm-hmm. from Link Between Worlds, yeah. and it was, like, the assist trophy, it was Hilda and young Link with a bunny hood on, which I really appreciate. <laughs> but then they, they use the assist trophy nightmare, which makes everything dark. And I was like, I don't care. They got really close to me. I smash aid with them and they flew off the board. And I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> so I'm, I'm torn. I really love the concept and I, I can tell the love that went into World of Light. But it's not subspace emissary. It's not. Well, I mean, subspace emissary wasn't that good either. I but it was it was better. I I it was more captivating. Yes. Right now I'm just trying to get to the end so I can fight the last two bosses that you can't fight in the regular modes. But once I beat that, I'll probably just play Spirit Board. I'll I'll like go through and slowly beat the levels I didn't beat, but like I'll play Spirit Board. Right. So, I haven't even touched Spirit Board. I mean, it's just it's the same it's, it's thing. It's the same thing, yeah. And it, but and it also can be enemies that you've gotten in World of Light and they're the same challenges. I know. Like if I went to and was on Spiritborn and Hilda was there, it would be the exact same battle. That's like that's the thing I'm talking about. It's like it's almost lazy. Yeah, well, it's not. I say it wasn't lazy because there's like twelve hundred of them. I know exactly. That's the thing. I feel really bad saying it's lazy because it's yeah. not lazy. They made over twelve hundred of them. But it's also not something that you can just keep throwing yourself at because right. it does get a little samey over and time and the map is very pretty you know it is. Uh, like they there, they did a really good job on making them there's map. a couple areas that i would like to show you but i can't show you yet that are beautiful I'm like sure. there's one that i mean it's it's so pretty and i really like i was like i was actually impressed like i thought the art was pretty but like that one, I was like wow that's really pretty mm-hmm. um but yeah i also i will say this i got the taboo spirit it made me very happy that he's oh, a spirit cool. that's um, cute it was you, you fight against metal bayonetta. It was the worst. I'm sure. <laughs> it's a stock I mean not stock, it's a stamina battle with metal bayonetta and you just randomly take damage sometimes. I wonder if there's a Goleen spirit. There definitely is. Ah uh, definitely is. If there is, I haven't gotten it. Well, I bet you you get it for beating Galeen. If there is one, I haven't gotten it. Alright. Um <laughs> <laughs> I see. Uh, so that's pretty much all the Smash news you want to talk about right now? Right? I think so. Um, there's nothing else that's coming to mind that we, we like, neglected. The update came out. Yeah, that's in the news. Uh, you, you want, want to talk about it now? now? Yeah. <laughs> so, Smash Update 1.2. Um, two, two big things on this. One, they gave us patch notes and said which characters they changed, but they didn't tell us what they did to that's them. That's the same thing they did for Wii U. I know, but, like, with ARMS... And Mario Tennis and like all the other games that they updated and they gave us very clean this is what we can we are and aren't fixing. I was a little bummed that they didn't say anything more about Smash. I think Sakurai has fun doing that. Oh yeah. No, <laughs> it's, it's definitely to piss He's people like, off. He's like, have fun. Um but my favorite thing that came out of this update was um they made the new fighters weaker. And I thought that was really funny. Wait, all the new fighters? No, all like we have challenger approaching. Oh, Those oh chal- yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this. They're not, they're not as difficult anymore. And I thought that was really funny because I saw people like posing like on Twitter, like y'all are weak. Yeah, which kind of bums me out because I would have liked to fight them all when they were more difficult. Yeah. But also that being said, after the update, DDD still beat me twice. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, well, so- that's Sakurai, so yeah. I just think it's funny because there's people who are, like, sharing a button on Twitter. It just says, I got all the Smash characters before 1.2. <laughs> and I'm like, that's me. That's me. <laughs> I beat them all. I wanted it. Um, is there anything else that was Smash-related in the update that we want? There wasn't really that much else. Um, supposedly, online matchmaking is a lot better than it yeah, was. Yeah, they had issues with that. So apparently now if you do two-man, one-stock, two-man, two-stock, no-items, 
four people who want two men, two stock, no items, won't put in a four-player, everyone has items. <laughs> Which, I mean, I can't believe that happened at all. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's let's talk regular news. You good let's that? Go, yeah, let's go for it. So first thing with little indie news, uh, two quick things. I'm sorry, actually, three quick things. Kind of all about 2019. Hollow Knight had, an, uh, had a, a blog update where they talked more about the the Hornet update. So Hornet is like one of the antagonists in the game who's going to get her own story, which is going to be a free update for Hollow Knight. And they said that it should be coming in 2019, early 2019, which is good. Uh, another game that said it was going to come out early 2019, um, the devs for Slay the Spire, which is that indie I game. better come out in 2019. No, early 2019. Oh, okay. Um, which I'm really excited about. That's the one we talked about where it's a, it's, it was on, it's on Steam right now. It's the, deck building turn-based roguelike which makes me like salivate just thinking about so early 2019 you know you could play it on steam right now yeah but i don't have a computer that can run steam <laughs> my my computer's oh, yeah, on a I've, credit card yeah, man yeah. um and the last one is i just wanted to bring this up because we were talking about it last week um concerned ape the developer of stardew valley made a blog post as well and said that he's working on his own game which he's been working on for a while now since stardew valley was finished but he's putting it aside because he's making Stardew Valley 1.4 update, which comes with new content and it's free. Of course. Which I wanted to say because last week guys said to Matt, I was like, well, he said he's done now, but he said he's done before, and clearly he's not done yet. So this is going to be the last one. I, he, he didn't even say that. <laughs> like, he's not he's not lying to us at this point. Um, I mean, that's all the stuff I had for indie. Which is, I wonder how long it'll take for that to come to the Switch version. Um, well, the Switch version, I think it will come to Steam first. Of course. But they, the only piece, so he is now in charge of all localization and all versions of the game except for the Switch version. So there oh, is really? a team that still has the rights for the Switch version of Stardew Valley. And my hope would be that if he has an entire team working on the Switch version, it will be the fastest to roll out to a console because it's not just him, it's an entire team of people. Mm-hmm. But uh, that in mind, the multiplayer update has a little bit of bug still in it, so he's fixing that. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else for indies? I know we kind of like Yeah, I have a couple things. Okay, go ahead. First of all, um, Gunman Clive HD Collection is heading to Switch. Have you ever heard of this? No. So, picture Mega Man. Okay, I see Mega Man. Picture it in the Wild West. And you're not a robot, you're a cowboy. So, nothing like Mega Man. Gotcha. No, I mean, like, it's no, I, I, I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> it's... Awesome, and they were 3DS games originally. Oh, okay. There's, um, there were two of them, and I adored them. They were really fun. And they're coming to Switch. Yes, cool. they're like I'd say their difficulty is about the same, but there's checkpoints like every screen. Okay. So it's more like it's um, more forgiving. It's I guess it's more like Celeste because when you die, you don't go back to the beginning. You just go back to that screen. Yeah. This is gonna be like Gunvolt, where it's another game that comes in a two pack on the switch of a game that you played in the past that makes that's like off of mega man that you really liked and i'll play yes okay it's not there's no story except some lady gets kidnapped and gum and clive's like i'm gonna save her i mean i'd argue that gumball didn't have a really big story either although it's it's boss characters are so charming oh they're great. i love the boss love characters them. love them to death yeah um the other one which is like oh okay i've got two others first of all uh inky pen is launched on switch that's the that's the comic reader comic thing, right? subscription thing. Okay. Um, it doesn't really have Marvel and DC, I don't think, but it's got a lot of the indie stuff. So if you're into the indie comics, then that's your that's your go to. Sweet. Um, it's it's got the Dark Souls, Dark Souls comic on it. I didn't realize Dark Souls had a comic. I'm pretty sure it's got the Sonic comic on it. All right. 
Uh, <laughs> listen, it's better than the movie. Um, yep. And the other one, which is, I mean, technically indie news, but I guess it's not really, hmm. is that there was a gold Shovel Knight amiibo spotted. What? Really? On, uh, Play PlayAsia listed a gold Shovel Knight amiibo. Interesting. So I wonder what that would be coming out for. Like, what's the occasion? I don't know. They might be doing it with the final Treasure Trove edition coming out with the other uh, three Yeah, that's so what I'm thinking. Now, I also have this crazy theory. Okay. That it's totally fake. It's like, it's totally not true. He's not going to come as like, a character it's for probably Smash. So already, just start there. It's probably already been disproven, just as a fact. But when you play on Green Hill Zone in Smash, okay. Knuckles is in the background. Yes. And no matter how hard you try, he will not come out of an assist trophy because in the background. Okay. Now that got me thinking. What if you can get DLC characters that are assist trophies, but if they're in the battle, you cannot get them to spawn out of the assist trophy. So Waluigi. Boom! Yeah, there you go. Think about that. All right, all right. <laughs> now he likes the idea. Now I'm he's like, like maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I gave him a crutch of hope. So yeah. he's like, okay. Well, I mean, the gold Shovel Knight is another thing, right? Remember, like, if you get the gold armor in Shovel Knight? Yeah. It, it is like a little flip, jump. Mm-hmm. Um... I could also see it just being for Treasure Trove, but regardless... It's definitely just for Treasure Trove. I mean, I just want Treasure Trove Amiibo to come out, because, like, I ordered, I pre-ordered the the Plague Knight, um, Plague Knight, King Knight, and Spectre Knight Amiibo 3-pack in April or May of last year, and it was, the the, la- the date was December 31st, 2017, I knew that it was going to move. And it was December 31st, 2018. I was like, well, that's hopefully it'll be during this year. And then it just moved on my GameStop pre-order December 31st, 2019 today. And I was like, <sighs> I mean, I know it's going to be April, but like, come on, man. I, um, yeah. Are, uh, are we ready to move on to regular news? Yeah. Because I have some, some Amiibo news to just kind of segue into. Sure, go ahead. Which is that you can now pre-order Piranha Plant, Ice Climbers, and King K. Really? At GameStop. Sweet. I'm going to need to go pre-order uh, Ice Climbers and King K. I'm going to need to pre-order all of them. <laughs> so, so... He has a smooth figure. I really... What? <laughs> you remember You remember the, the way that they described the Piranha Plant? Oh, yeah, Amiibo. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um... I kind of, like, super like totally got wrecked when it came to the wave one amiibo oh for smash ultimate because like i mean i was like all right well i'm gonna try to get all of them and remember i had ridley pre-ordered yes i turns out i didn't have the other two pre-ordered and i asked my friends if they could go and find them for me and that night remember tim said that he found ridley and he got me a ridley yes and i was like thank you and he also got me an inkling yeah I was like, thank you um, for the inkling because I had a Ridley pre-ordered. I was like, thank you. I really appreciate it. I have a Ridley pre-ordered in another GameStop, so don't worry about it. And he was Mm -hmm. like, okay. And and then that day at work, I was thinking, you know what? I don't have to go anywhere. Why don't I just cancel that pre-order and grab the one from Tim? Oh, I I know how this story ends. And then I texted Tim, and he was like, I already gave it to my friend. Yep. And I was like, What? Because you said he already had it. I know. It was all my fault. So do you not have a Ridley Amiibo don't now? have a Ridley, and I also don't have a Wolf. Yeah, well, uh, Wolf's going to be a hard find. Wolf is going to be a hard find. He's a prickly boy right there if you want to look him. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get, you'll get one. They'll come back. That's not the Smash one, though. That is, is definitely the Smash Ridley oh, Amiibo. Smash, how, there, many, how many Ridley Amiibos do you think there are? Was there a Samus Returns? No, it was just, it's just those two. This is him. You're right. You're right. <laughs> God damn it. He I is spiky. Hey, hey, hey. Give me that back. Give me that back. Give me that back. What? Give me that back. <laughs> He's really pretty. 
He is very pretty. I'm gonna get K. Rule and Ice Climbers, but I don't think there's anyone else I need to get. You don't want Proclet? No, I mean, I don't really care. I mean, like, it'd be nice to have, but I don't. It's not like That's I need a, the Piranha Prime I told amiibo. myself, I told myself after I didn't get them, I was like, you know what? Who needs these Amiibo anyway? Like, they're just going to sit on the shelf. And then I saw, <laughs> and then I saw the pre-order for these three go up, and I was like, I need all of them. Like, instantly. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, genuinely, what is wrong with me? I love it. I love it. Um, So they're up, up and ready to pre-order. So go do that. Go, yeah, I, I got to go pre-order them now. Yeah. Um, But, moving but, right along. Yes. You see that um, Sonic poster leak? I was gonna say. So after the first Sonic poster, they released a second Sonic poster, yeah, which got official. even which got even worse Those feedback. Legs, man! Like, I, did you see that Team Sonic, like original Sonic developers, commented on it? No, they none of them liked it. Like nobody liked it. Yep. My favorite one was um, friend of Sonic Twitter, Aaron Hansen of Game Grumps fame, tried desperately to take a picture like that. He's like. Guys, I can't get my thigh out of the picture. He was desperately trying. You can't do it without getting your thigh in there. I have to, I have to look at it again. Um, it is a bad... I mean, you've probably seen it at this point, but it is a bad poster. And then apparently there is a third possibly leaked poster um, that is uh, circulating. I'm not sure if this one's real. I don't know if I believe that that one's real. But uh, the third one, if that is the case, it's less bad than I thought. Yeah, no, the face looks... Okay, no, well, here's the thing about that third poster. Is that that is a concept poster from about a year ago. Which makes me think it might not be Sonic's final design. Exactly. Because if you look at the legs in that poster, they're also just, like, furry. Like, they're not buff like they are in that other... Yeah, like in the other ones. So it's in the official be, ones, which concerns it's gonna me. be interesting. Like he's in this one, actually, he's not buff at all in the in the leaked one. Yeah, from about a year ago, he's not he's not buff at all. He's just a hedgehog. Yeah, and it looks fine, but that's not what we're gonna get. Right, my my one friend who's probably the biggest Sonic fan I know said to me that um he's like, why don't you just take Sonic's model in Smash Ultimate and just put it in the movie? Like who I would act? Who would I'm not talking about you. <laughs> like, genuinely, who would have a problem with that? that? That's the thing. Hollywood doesn't understand this. Like, we like the Sonic we have. We don't need a new like, Sonic. Like, I, I, too, would not be upset if they just brought in that. Like, it's like a Roger Rabbit kind of thing, you know? Yeah, like, like, you don't fine. need to be super realistic. But who knows? It's going to be awful, and I'm so excited. Uh, other thing I wanted to bring up. This is um, two, two quick things, both of which we already knew about, but I wanted to bring them up. One, uh, Tales of Vesperia, I didn't realize it had a release date of January 11th. Did we know that? Yeet. So that's cool. Kind of goes into our main discussion this week, which we'll get to shortly. Uh, But I also want to bring up that Square Enix is making a game called Octahedron that's coming to Switch. I just want to bring up this is the second Octo-related game coming to Switch from Square Enix, and it made me happy. Wait, wait, wait. Square Enix is working on a game that's not Kingdom Hearts? Matt! It's not all about you. <laughs> I can't wait for Kingdom Hearts 3 to come out, because then Square Enix won't be all about you. <laughs> oh, I mean, then it's the, the Kingdom Hearts 4 train. Oh. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen first? Are you going to die, or Kingdom Hearts 4 going to come out? I genuinely don't know. <sighs> um. Anyway, one other thing I wanted to bring up is that Deoxys is changing forms. Yeah. Uh, in Pokemon Go, EX raids, which are like the fancy, fancy raids, um, you can no longer get Deoxys regular. You can get Deoxys attack. 
Still haven't gotten invited to an EX raid. And I go to, I'm, I'm in New York City and I go by those places that have Which them. genuinely shocks me. Yeah. Like, our friend Luke always gets invited to them. And I always get invited to them too. But I can't go to them. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. He gets them from the same place you do. Yeah. Because they're during them. the week. And like, first of all, Niantic, why are they during the week? Yeah. Who ha- Who is free at Thursday at 2 p.m.? Like, not even kids are free then. Yeah. You know? Like, they have school. It's, it's agitating. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Matt, do you have any other stuff you want to bring up before we go into our main discussion for the week? Yes. Okay, go ahead. Um, I think it was just one quick thing. Go ahead. Which is that uh, Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon was delayed on Switch. Oh, when was it delayed to? No idea. It just got delayed? It got delayed. Okay. That's a little bit of a bummer. I'm actually like, that game's cute, and I'm like tempted to pick it up. I mean, I probably wasn't going to get it anyway, but it's, yeah, it's a bummer that it was delayed. It's like, it's a bummer that it's delayed, but it's also probably good because it will hopefully hit a release time where nothing else is coming out. And that's good for me. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of good. I think we're wrapping up. You want to go to our main yeah, discussion? let's go to that main discussion. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we go to main discussion, I just looked at our main discussion. It reminded me. One other thing. Um, just a possible a possible leak, which I always like to bring up because I, Matt loves his rumors. Um, there's a possible leak of the last, uh, the second, sorry, DLC fighter that will be coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate which is the protagonist from Dragon Quest Eleven? Now, this makes perfect sense to me. It doesn't surprise me in the slightest. And also bums me out. Why? Because that would be the Square Next rep. Yeah. Yeah, it would. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. It just, like, listen, it makes perfect sense to me. He, Dragon Quest is the biggest thing since sliced bread in Japan. Yes. Right? And it's coming to the Switch this and year. And it's coming to the Switch this year. We hope. So it, like, makes perfect sense. Just really wanted Sora. I know you do. I'm I'm not, like, surprised by this, and it'll be a little bit of a bummer. It's kind of like, I want them to do this, and then I wanted to put in Banjo. Because those are the ones that everyone's expecting. Yeah, like, I, it just, it, like, how do I want to word this? Sure. Dragon Quest is an icon, you know? Like, it deserves a character in Smash. Yes, I just wish it wasn't generic protagonist number 11. But... I mean, yeah, I guess that's that. the only thing. Like, I I think they can make him have a really interesting move set, and I'm sure but it'll be good. Also, if once we play the game, you might feel differently about the character. I'm know? sure, but I just like I don't know. Part of me wants like King Slime instead. <laughs> I would I I would honestly love that. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. It's just like yeah, Piranha Plant. Why not? Right. Yeah. And I mean, like when you think about it, if Persona Five wasn't as big game as it is, Joker would just be generic anime protagonist. Well, I mean. Know? That is the one thing, like, the fact is the Personas are really cool, but but he literally is generic anime protagonist. You pick his name in yeah, the game. It's I know. just like, you know, I don't know. The other thing that I wanted to say about this leak is they also, they basically, they, they, they said some Blaze Blue game was going to come out, which nobody had heard about, but then did get announced last week. And they also but, said that Persona 5 Ultimate or Persona 5 S or something like that was coming and likely to switch. I mean, that doesn't necessarily give now, it any other weight. But those two are just... things. Two, two things. First of all, the Blaze Blue thing doesn't surprise me because Blaze Blue has just randomly kind of been spiking in popularity mm-hmm. recently. I feel at least. And um, the Persona thing, I just don't necessarily know if it's true. Like I, I feel like it's both very possible that it will come to Switch. And I think it's very possible it won't come to Switch, just because I think there's something sony related here that might stop it 
I agree with you on that, but then at the same time, the only reason I wouldn't, I would, I would be like hesitant to say that is that the Persona Q games have come to Nintendo consoles, right? But I mean, when's the last time a, a mainline Persona game came? To... That's the thing. A Persona mainline game has never come to the, exactly. the system. However, I will say this: Persona Four came out in two thousand. Like it came out a while ago. I think like two thousand eight. I was still in high school when that game came out. Persona 5 took a long time to develop and took so long to develop that it's on the PS3 and the PS4. Right. Because they said it was going to come out on the PS3 and they didn't want to lie to people and say, no, it's not. It's only coming out for PS4. It was a Breath of the Wild kind of situation. Yeah. So it's like, this is also the only one that's like, I think, come out at recent enough a time to still be relevant, but then also has come out and has... And Nintendo has a piece of hardware strong enough to run it. Right. And that's why I'm hopeful. Also, having, you know, having Joker in Smash is enough to say, listen, they've been talking about the, the, the IP. Yeah, that's also in true. In general. Am I confident this is going to happen? No. But if it does happen, oh, damn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to flip. Because I've heard so many good things about Persona 5, but I have a hard time justifying a jrpg purchase on the ps4 just because i don't have a lot of time and right. I, i'm i'm an accountant so busy season's coming up and most of the time i'll be playing video games will be on the train right for the next three months mm -hmm. so i'm not gonna buy persona 5 because i won't really be able to play it until like april or may anyway yeah <laughs> so i don't know if it came to switch I'd, I'd i'd lose my mind but that's all i wanted to cover Matt, you want to tell us about our main discussion this week? Yes. So our main discussion this week is what we're looking forward to the most in 2019. Yeah. We have a list here of games that are either confirmed or heavily rumored for Switch in 2019. And we decided that we would run through both of our top five, mo what, what the top five games we're most excited for. Yes. In 2019. Yes. So, Mike, without further ado, would you like to give us... Well, I'd like to say, bef before what? we start, um, there are a couple rumored ones i just like to throw out there. I didn't include them on my top five. Um, rumored games that are coming in for 2019, Bayonetta 3, Metroid Prime 4, Metroid Prime Trilogy Collection, Skyward Sword HD, Persona 5. These are all games that are rumored to come out in 2019. We have no confirmation. I may have included two of them on my list. Well, you circled seven, you told me, so circle something else. No, I crossed out the two that I didn't care about. <laughs> Those are on the final five. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, well, the, I just wanted to say I'm giving an honorable mention to Persona 5, because if it gets confirmed, it will probably be number one, but it, there's no reason to think it's going to come out on Switch, so I'm not putting it on my Fine. list. Fine. Well, I'm giving an honorable mention to Crash Team Racing and Luigi's Mansion 3, because I no. cut them in preference of rumors. <laughs> In preference of rumors. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Well, well, the first one I want to talk about is another racing game, um, and that is Sonic Team Racing for Nintendo Switch, coming out uh, in June, I believe it got moved, or May? One of those two. One right. of the two. This is a Sonic Kart racing game, and which, have, from what I've heard from you, Matt, and other people, that the Sonic racing games are actually usually pretty solid. Um, but this is just another kart racer, but the big, like, the, the, the theme of it is that you don't, you can play alone, but you don't, you, the regular mode isn't playing alone. Right. You play on a squad of three people, and at the end of the game, imagine, like, if you were playing in Mario Kart, but if you came in first, and your, your teammate came in fourth, and your other teammate came in last, you add your scores together, and your net total 
is how how well your team's doing. So your whole team has to do good. And there's like ways to like you know help your teammates rubber band around you, or you can send them your items and stuff like that. And like I like kart racing. I love racing games in general. And to have this idea where I could say, listen, I'm gonna play a Grand Prix with Matt and my girlfriend Sarah, and we can all be on the same team together. And like, you know, like work as a team in a racing setting is something that I've never really had before. And I think because they delayed it, clearly they want to make it right and make it good. Right. So I'm very optimistic that if if the game turns out the way they want it to, this like co-op or, you know, team play multiplayer against one another concept could be really interesting for the kart racing genre as a whole. And on a Sonic skin, it looks fine. I, th- I think so, too. I am excited for this game, definitely. Mm-hmm. I am going to get it. But my thing about this game is that you either need six people to play it with, or you need to be able to play online. Because with three human brains working together, you're going to ruffle stop the CPU. Well, I we say that, but we also used to say we could ruffle stop the CPUs in Smash, so I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, that's true. I, I agree with you. I also think you could also do groups of four and say two teams of two yeah, with one yeah, computer. Sure. And they're also they did say specifically there is a single player mode if I, you I don't know. want to play on the teams. But yeah, I get what you're saying. It's definitely a concern, but I'm excited to see kind of how it works. And I would hope that you know the level maybe the computers are tough enough that if you have three human brains, it's not like, well, this is a joke. Right. But you never know. The other thing I want to bring up is that they announced so there we have twelve of the fifteen characters. Um, the villains haven't been announced yet, so people are assuming it's, like, Eggman, Metal Sonic, and one other, you know, villain of the month. Right. From Sonic. But... Just take the Sonic Forces villain. No, no. Infinite? (laughs) Yeah, that one. Uh, I've been using his spirit a lot in Ultimate, by the way. It's bad. Um, Okay. But, I just want to bring up the fact that if you played Sonic Heroes, the teams for Team Sonic, Team Dark, and Team Rose are exactly as they are in the game. But they got rid of Team Chaotix. Why? Except for Vector. They replaced Espio and Charmy with Silver and Blaze. And it just makes me happy. It's like, oh, it's it's just Sonic Heroes. Oh, wait, no. Except for no Chaotix. Why did they Except just... for Vector, because no one can get rid of Vector. Why did they just add a new team with those two? I don't know. I mean, I and they just only... add a third character. They only have 15 characters, I guess? I don't know. But why? <laughs> I just love how, out of the three, of course, Vector's the only one to survive the purge. Of course. But it was just, like, I wanted to bring that up because I thought it was funny. That's um, funny. But that's my number five pick, Sonic Team Racing. My number five pick? Mm-hmm. It's still a rumor. Which but one? I'm fairly certain it's going to come out. You say Skyward Sword. It's the Metroid Prime Trilogy. Ah, yes. Because I have never played them. I actually bought them on the Wii U. I was about to say, don't you own them on the Wii U? But I mean, now I'm holding out to see if they're announced for the Switch in January. Because then I'll just wait for the Switch ones to come out. Agreed. And it's just, I don't know, it's just because this is a great way to get people hyped. And I think that 2019 really needs to be a Metroid kind of year. Metroid and a couple of other things. But um, I, I think they're really going to need to push the Metroid. Mm-hmm. Because I think Metroid's fan base is very loud but it's smaller than some people give it credit for yeah it's it's smaller group it's not it's not a game that's popular in japan exactly exactly yes so i mean nintendo they know the hype is there for a certain amount of people and i think the the tricky part now is kind of trying to spread that hype around agreed i mean yeah i mean even looking back federation force and other m 
were the most recent Metroid games before Samus Returns on the 3DS. Right. And as much as that game was great, it was a remake of a game on the Game Boy on the 3DS in a Switch era. Right. So, anyway. Yeah, I think um, that they... I think this... Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Um, I think if you want to generate that hype, the best way to do that would be when you re- when you release this, make it $40, but Nintendo's not going to do that. No, they'll make it 60 It's going to be $60. Although, for three games that have never probably been... Spyro. Crash. Yeah, well, first off, Sony plays a different ball game than Nintendo does. I, I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying Nintendo does it for 60 because they do it for 60 I know. And these are bigger games than Crash and Spyro are. That's fair. Like, but I mean, also, they're not going to remake those Metroid games from the ground up the way they did Spyro and Crash. No, they won't, but they still were smaller games. Yes, but I mean... I'm not saying it excuses them. I'm just saying it's not like a travesty that they're going to sell this for $60 as opposed to 40 I, I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying that's going to stop me from buying it. I'm saying that it's going to stop people from buying it. It will. Although it shouldn't, because these three games are all very good. I mean, I don't know. It depends on your budget. Well, <laughs> Like, yeah. I get it. I totally get it if that's going to stop you from buying it. I mean, I guess, but if you're budget conscious, it's also three games for the price of one. That's and also the, I mean, fair. and... Metroid Prime, Metroid Prime One is the only one I haven't beaten, and it was in. I, I hear played it's a the lot. best one. I no, I really I think Metroid Prime Two is the best one. It was definitely the hardest one, uh, and Metroid Prime Three is good. It's a good fitting to the end of the game. It's definitely I think the weakest of the three, but it was also the only one that they did motion controls on. So they were trying to figure out how that worked in addition to making the third part of their Metroid Prime game. So it's it holds up. I think it just isn't, it's, I mean, at that point you're already invested, so the third game doesn't need to reel you in, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. If that were to come out, I'd be very excited for the Metroid Prime trilogy. Um, my number four game is also a game that's being re-released. It's actually a couple games that are getting re-released, and this is uh, Square Enix's smorgasbord of re-releases for the Switch, Final Fantasy 7, 9, 10, 10, 2, and 12. Good luck losing your life. I'm going to lose my life. Here's the thing. I love Final Fantasy VII. I know. Big shocker. Wait, what? <laughs> and do you think Do you think I'm going to buy Final Fantasy VII again? Oh, hell yeah, I am. I'm going to buy Final Fantasy VII so fast. And I'm going to play through it again. But here's the thing. I've heard Final Fantasy IX is good. Never played it. My cousins own Final Fantasy X and X-2, and I borrowed their PlayStation 2 for a while, but I never played it. I've also heard those ones are really good. And Final Fantasy XII, I've heard, is pretty good as well. It also takes place in the Valis, which is the favorite country of Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced Players, which is one of my favorite Final Fantasy games. So I really, I know this species, and I really like the world that they made in the Valis, but it's very different from that of Valis. So I'm very interested in playing all of them. I really like JRPGs, and I know not all of them are turn-based, and that's okay. I'm excited for Final Fantasy IX because it has the same combat as Final Fantasy VI and VII. And 8, I think, has the same one, too. And then I know that 10 and 12 played with the formula a lot and were pretty good, from what I heard. They're live... They're li- not live action, but you know what I mean. Like, is that what, how they work? Real time. I, real time. Live action. I'm like, what? <laughs> real time battle. Mike's so out of his element. I, I am out of my element. <laughs> what do you mean they don't go in an order? 
<laughs> but I mean, these are games that people have loved, and I'm excited to play again and have them on the go. Is I think the only way I've ever played to... all of these games. No, I said I've only played through seven. Oh, okay. But these are all old games. They're all good games, from my understanding. I um, you... I've played ten and ten two. And you enjoyed them, right? Yeah. But you're not I also big, love them. But you're also not a big JRPG guy. I'm not a big turn-based JRPG guy. <laughs> Are you big on JRPGs? Yes! Now? Then why is Xenoblade sitting on your shelf? Because there's other things now! Anyway. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a... I'm not saying that your opinion is bad or anything like that, but I'm just saying knowing how... Like, what kinds of games I like, I feel like this is a shoe-in. <laughs> right, no, they're, they're good, um... You'll probably like ten two the least out of all these. Oh really? Not because it's not because the gameplay itself is bad. The gameplay is actually very good. The story's stupid. Yeah, I mean it was the first sequel Final Fantasy game. I can only imagine it being. Uh... <laughs> actually, no, it wasn't. Final Fantasy Dirge of Cerberus, I think, came out first, and that yeah. was a train wreck. So, yeah, the Final Fantasy collection. That's my number four, Matt. Uh, my number four is Animal Crossing. Hey, that's my number three. So let's talk about it. Well, so, I think that this game is going to be absolutely delightful. And oh, I, yeah. Just, I just can't wait to see what they do with it. This is probably the one that we know the least about. Oh, yeah. And so, I'm just so, like, I'm waiting with bated breath. Oh, yeah. On, side note, what I just noticed is the one thing that's not here is Fire Emblem Three Houses. No, it's there. Never mind, it's there. Um... I, I'm just really interested, anticipating what we find out about this, because I imagine it will play like Animal Crossing games. Yeah. But I just really hope there's new stuff. Yeah. You know, like I just can't. I can't wait to see the new stuff. Yeah, it's and it's honestly like I mean, the original the original Animal Crossing was on the GameCube and it was it was a wonderful game, but Wild World was really good. It was on the DS. City Folk was fine. It was on the Wii. New Leaf was on the 3DS. And it was really good. The mobile ones, I think, are always the handheld ones, the ones you can take this game on the go with you, will always be the superior version of this game. So with the Switch and being a hybrid console, I'm really excited for it to do well and also see kind of what new things they do. Like I you just said. Because like, there, there's got to be, like, a thing, you know? Because, like, I mean, you think about it, like, City Folk had the city. That was its new thing. Mm -hmm. And then in New Leaf, you had... The mayor. You were the, the, the mayor, and you also had Turner Island, which whatever i guess I mean, in the was, long run it, whatever it was new and old i liked yeah. what it did but it wasn't the first time we did it to the island but mm -hmm. i liked it a lot but i i'm just excited i have said this before and i'll say it again i think animal crossing desperately needs some kind of mini games i think that'll really help it go yeah and it's like honestly i mean we, we've talked about this before as a subject matter for the episode i think even just adding a couple little mini games and then just saying hey here's a couple new events a couple new villagers a couple new things you can build would be enough I for me to buy this game and enjoy it forever. genuinely for a long time. I think um, I also think that there are some, not not all, but some mechanics that you can take out of Pocket Camp that could work really well oh, yeah. here, like the friendship mechanic with the hearts. And you I like that a lot. Hearts. I think that'd be I great. I really like that. I really like that idea. I also think we've talked about this before. You could grab an RV and travel around. Yeah, I think those would be great ideas. There's a lot of options for what they can do, and like they could Splatoon to this. And we'd be happy. But I don't think they will, which is why I'm excited. Right, exactly. No, so I think it'll be a new game. It's going to be really good. But that's my number three and Matt's number four. Yes. Animal Crossing, also going to be the reason why Sarah gets a Switch. I know. She's going to be a special edition one, 
with green with green like pale green joy cons yes and she's gonna get them and i'm gonna buy a set of them for myself and it's gonna be great it's gonna be awesome I'm i sure. can't wait i I'm can't sure. wait speaking of special color joy cons yes i can't wait to get my golden joy cons when my number three comes out which is skyward sword hd <laughs> i mean hey i could say i it. like i this is definitely out of all of the games on the rumored list this def- is definitely the one where it's like actually no i take that back because persona 5 is on here this is the second most one where i'm like i don't know matt there's three on here <laughs> you're right <laughs> so if it's not one the of worst, <laughs> like it's metroid prime 3 skyward sword and persona i think the metroid prime trilogy is pretty likely I think that then there's a huge gap between that and, and Skyward, Skyward Sword. Sword. And Although, another, I, don't, like, I don't know about Skyward Sword. And there's another pretty big gap between there's, that yeah, and Persona 5. Yeah, there's arguably an even bigger gap for Persona 5. But I, like, I just don't know about Skyward Sword. Because like, I could 100% see it happening. You know? Well, I mean, at this point, and, it's the next one in the line. Right, and Nintendo's just not ready to talk about it yet. Yeah. You know? like, I, I feel like that would make sense. But I just I don't know. Okay, let me ask you this, Matt. How upset would you be if they said Wind Breath Waker of the Wild re-release? They could just re-release Breath of the Wild. <laughs> um, Wind Waker for the new Nintendo 3DS. I would be so annoyed. <laughs> I, I would be, be so cause... annoyed, but then pre-ordered instantly. <laughs> yeah. You'd be annoyed because this would be like the fourth time I've played Wind Waker in a row. I like, know. Out of, like, outside of Breath of the Wild, I played Wind Waker like three times, and that was the last three Zelda games I played. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Um, no, it's just, it's, it's the next one in the line, so I think it's likely in that sense. Mm-hmm. I just really want it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there's a chance of us getting Wind Waker and I think Twilight of us Princess again? I 100% do. Okay, because yeah, at this point, like, with the 3DS, we can play, we can play all the old, old ones, and we can play Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Link Between Worlds is on and the 3DS. And I honestly... Would not be surprised if we someday see a Majora's Mask, not Majora's Mask, if we see an Ocarina of Time remake on the Switch. I wouldn't be surprised either. Although I'm actually almost thinking about, like, I'm, I'm, I'm heavily considering picking up a new 2DS XL, and I want to see if they have any deals with Ocarina of Time, because I know they have one for the 2DS that right. comes with the Ocarina of Time preloaded. Because it's been, I mean, I played Master Quest relatively recently, like four or five years ago, and that was the first time I've actually played through the game in its entirety, so I wouldn't mind playing through it again, mm-hmm. but... Who knows? My, my number three. I'm sorry. My number three was Animal Crossing. My number two is Dragon Quest Eleven, which we kind of already talked about. It's just, it, you know what? It's a JRPG in a line of JRPGs. But is it a little bit of a stagnant series? Yes and no, because they've come out a lot less frequently than Final Fantasy games have. Because Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy 15, but if you count X2. 13-2, and all the side games they made for this Final Fantasy series as a whole, Tactics, and all the other games. Dragon Quest Eleven, I think, is like, outside of Builders, it's just Dragon Quest. It's also not turn-based, is it? No, uh, I, don't I don't know if Dragon Quest Eleven is. is turn-based. I know it has those elements within its, you know, within its blood, as you could say. Right. But people have said Dragon Quest Eleven is a great, you know, high fantasy JRPG. Yes, I, I am very excited to play it. And it's there's nothing wrong with that. It's like, yeah, maybe it'd be a little traditional, but I've heard it's a really good game. And honestly, it's the most recent big high fantasy JRPG to come out of Japan for a while now. I mean, Octopath Traveler was there, but... I, I, different kind of high fantasy. Yeah, different kind of high fantasy. So I'm excited to try to try the game, and it's one of those things where, listen, 
it's obviously good. I mean, it, it took a long time for it to come out. No, it but, is it is turn-based. Oh, yeah, okay, and that's what I thought. I thought it was turn-based. Wow, all right, I'm not excited anymore. Well, I will play it, and just Matt kidding. can, I'm just I can tell Matt all about it. But, yeah, so Dragon Quest XI. It's already out. People have played it. It's in. It's, Amer- it's available in the States already, just only on PS4. I've been tempted to pick it up on PS4, but oh, I just might as well wait. At this point, you might as well. Exactly, I, that's yeah. what I thought. Like, I'm just very surprised. I'm still surprised it's not coming to the 3DS. Because it came to the 3DS in Japan. They had the special silver slime... 3ds with like the bump on the top which is like a metal slime coming out of the out of like the goop but it's not coming to 3ds it's only coming to switch they're not localizing it but yeah well i mean that also doesn't surprise me because it doesn't either for me but like it sells really well in japan and now that it doesn't sell well here but it's nowhere near it won't sell like that right and it won't sell even like that on the 3ds yeah <laughs> not exactly, exactly so switch that's my number two dragon quest 11 all right, now, my number two is something that I didn't even know was a thing until a couple weeks ago, which is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Ah, uh, not a surprise. No, I'm, I am <laughs> so pumped for this. As you should. I It's just, I don't know, it's bringing something back from my childhood, A, that I'm crazy for, mm-hmm. and one of my new favorite developers is developing the game, which also gets my hopes up for it. That's cool. And I've heard this game kind of like Doom. Is that true? What? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're kidding right yes okay yes, yes i'm kidding after last week's discussion i just want to name another random franchise that started with letter d yeah i heard this was like resident evil right yeah uh, i just no I'm just, I'm just very excited as you should and be I, I don't know what else to say about yeah. it other than i am very excited and it looks like the quality is higher than it's ever been before for this franchise. It does look very and good. And that's why I'm really excited for it. Why? Because it would have been so easy for them to be like, yeah, let's just make another Ultimate Alliance 3. It just pumps something stupid out. Yeah. But it looks like they actually tried. Awesome. All right. Well, my number one should surprise nobody who listens to the show. My number one choice is Fire Emblem Three Houses. Obviously. I am so excited for this. Listen, I love the main series Fire Emblem games. I loved them growing up. And Path of Radiance is where I really, really got on on the ball here, which is why I really like Ike as a character. And then the 3DS ones, all of them were really good. Shadows of Valencia was a good remake. It didn't sacrifice its identity as the weird sequel to a Fire Emblem game. So all Nintendo sequels, the original ones, were weird. So it kept that weirdness that all Nintendo sequels originally had. But it also did something that was, you know, weird, because it's like, oh, this is, this is different but it brought it up to, like, you know, the current state of Fire Emblem, like, you know, terms, not terms, um, like, quality of life updates. Right. That Fire Emblem has gotten over the years. So it was good. But then I also really liked Fire Emblem Fates. I know some people that weren't a huge fan of it, the fact that there were, you know, two of them, and they had split stories, but they were both good games. I mean, I liked one more, but that's fine. Right. Um, to see it on the Switch, I think it's going to be really pretty. And Oh, for sure. Part of me thinks it's not going to be super revolutionary in terms of the style, but at the same time, they can only add a, they can add like one or two new mechanics and bring back the more classical classes. Because Fire Emblem Fates brought in a lot of new classes to fit the Shinto Japan style world they made, and it's not like those kinds of classes. Like, hey, they can use you know X and Y weapons, and they're you know a bulky unit, or they can use X and Y weapons, and they're a light unit, but they do more damage. Like, they could re- they can na- make new classes. I don't care about that. But just bringing it back to this, like, you know, traditional fantasy world, I guess. Right. And seeing what they do with it again. Because every time they're excited. And Fire Emblem is so popular in Japan that this is... 
They gotta make it good. Exactly. Like, like it can't it's, be it's bad. It's not gonna be bad, yeah. yeah. Um, now, Mike, as you know, um, Fire Emblem Fates was my first Fire Emblem game. Yes, it was. And, and you played Birthright, right? The white, I played, white version? I played the where you're with the, the good guys. Quote-unquote good yeah. guys. Not really the way it is in the game. Yeah. It's not how I tried to make it sound. It just came out of No, it. you're... You, yeah. <laughs> um, but... That was my first Fire Emblem game. I loved it. I really, really liked it. Like, more than I thought I was going to like it. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I didn't... It's not that I was never interested in Fire Emblem, but there was always things that I would rather play instead of Fire Emblem. Yeah. And one of the reasons I got it, because now something that Mike may not know about me, I don't know if you do know this about me, is that I am obsessed with Feudal Japan. I did not know that. Like, I've known you for a long time. I never like, knew that. probably one of my favorite time periods in history. I just think it's so interesting. I once did a 15-page research paper on it so this was like the game for you exactly that's why i was so excited for it good thing you didn't play the other one (laughs) why because you would be destroying feudal japan (laughs) (laughs) so i i did like how it was based off of feudal japan and that's why i got the game that i played i was like wow it was awesome and now fire with three houses looks like it's a fantasy thing and i love fantasy so i'm very excited for that one and it looks it it reminds me of if fire emblem and maybe it's just because of the name of the game, but it gives me those Game of Thronesy kinds of feels. I got what you're saying. I think if you play, maybe the trailer did too. A little yeah, bit. I will say this: I think you would have enjoyed Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. And if it wasn't like a hundred dollars to buy right now on GameCube, like exactly, you, you can't buy that game cheap anywhere. There's a game I want re-release because that's one of the best Fire Emblem games, bar none. But. Yeah, they, the, the older games had a lot more of that, where, like, it wasn't always good guys versus bad guys, which is very, the game before Fates, the one with um, the one with Krom and Lucina and Robin. That was very, here are the good guys, here are the bad guys. Right. They fight. But, yeah, I, I hope there's a lot more of that political intrigue, because I think that was one of the most interesting parts of Path of Radiance, where it's like, there's, you know, five countries on this one continent, and there's one guys who are, they're the evil guys, but there are other continents, uh, other countries that, like, aren't super nice people. And there are these weird tribes of, you know, people who turn into lions and people who turn into birds. And, like, the birds are either, you know, really helpful people or they're pirates. And there's two different groups with them and, like, all these different cultures and stuff like that. And that was part of, like, the storyline was so interesting because of all these different worlds and all these different people and how they interacted. So I hope with Three Houses they bring that kind of stuff back. Because, mm-hmm. I, yeah, with a, game, with a name like Three Houses, you're I, right. It, inv- it invokes something. Yeah. Something that I just, mm, I like it. I think I might. I'm, I'm probably going to regret this 20 minutes into the game. But I think I might try to play it on the traditional mode. Nope, don't do it. Listen, Matt, as someone who played the games where if a guy died, they died forever, play like you're playing in traditional mode. Don't play in traditional mode. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because this is what happens. You're in you're in turn 26 of chapter 18, and you're about to beat the boss, and you're like trying like, you know how like when you have a boss, you try to like have your weaker guys like hit him once because it gets a bunch of experience points? He's gonna get a crit. He had a four percent chance of a crit, he got a crit, and it killed your character. And you haven't saved her for 15 rounds. That's why you don't play on traditional difficulty. Because you'll have to start the whole mission over. And I play every Fire Emblem game where usually if my character dies early on, I reset the game. But my rule is that basically, if if the game pulls some BS on you that you could have never known unless you've played the mission before, I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm going to keep right, going. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> and that's what I will say to you. Interesting. Because, yeah, you'll, I played Fire Emblem Fates. You can change it over at any time. Yes, you can't go yeah. back. I played the first six chapters that way, and I was like, 
I'm, I'm getting too stressed. I want to enjoy the game. I don't want to be stressed. Right. And I dialed it back. And it's like, it doesn't make it more difficult. It just says, hey, if your guys die, they don't die forever. Right. Just don't play like that and you're fine. <laughs> I gotcha. All yeah. right. So, um, What's your number one, though, Matt? My number one is something I'm actually surprised was on your list. What? But before, before I bring it up, I do want to say that when I made this list, I just forgot Metroid Prime 4 was a thing. <laughs> so like realizing that's a thing i'd probably take off the trilogy and put metroid prime 4 on there okay okay uh, because i have pretty high hopes that it's going to come out in 2019 mm-hmm. um and i think we will know by the end of january because because we're gonna have that big event if either a it doesn't show up in the direct in january or b they still don't give a release date in that direct in january it's not coming out this year no but it, i mean like the only way that game comes out this year is if they say 2019 at the end of that yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Agreed. Um, but what's your what's your number one? Man? My number one is Pokemon Gen Eight. Oh yeah, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm very excited for Pokemon Gen Eight, and I will play the crap out of it. The honestly, what it is, Pokemon gets more sequels than any of the games I've talked about. I know, and it's not that I'm not excited about Pokemon. Just you know, seeing a Fire Emblem game come back, an Animal Crossing game come back, these really excite me. Right, and I I put. I put this game on my number one because I got onto Pokemon much later than most people my age did. Yes. I didn't get on till Gen 5. And there are things that, at that point in time, I feel like were commonplace and a lot of RPGs like Pokemon, but because Pokemon is a long-running franchise, it never, like, got to. Yeah, it just kind of stayed what it was doing. It, it just stayed the way it is. Yeah. And it stayed like that. And I think Gen 8 is the opportunity to change some of that stuff and make it more... I don't want to say open world necessarily, but more... Try more things. Expressive. Yeah. Well, they also said this This is not directed by the same guy who directed all the other Pokemon no, games. This it's is not. the first one without him. So I Masuda, feel like... Yeah, Masuda's not there. Yeah. It should be interesting to see So I, I am very goes. excited. Um, and I... With every Pokemon entry, every... Ma- let me say every mainline Pokemon entry, okay. I have gotten more and more into Pokemon. Yes. You know, I mean, with Gen 5... I had no idea what I was doing. I, I just like it's not that I didn't get it. I just didn't, you didn't understand, understand it. it. Exactly the the grand scheme of things. Yes, I remember my team like by the end of it was like two fire Pokemon, three fighting Pokemon, and something else. And I look back, <laughs> I, like I look back at it now, and I'm like, what was I doing? But um, listen, listen, I I completed Pokemon Blue with six Kabutops as a kid. <laughs> You're fine. And then when I played Gen Six, I was like, oh, I I get it. And then Gen 7, I started making competitive Pokemon. So now I'm just excited for Gen 8 because I understand it. And I, I get all of the systems in Pokemon now until they add something new. I understand it all. So I'm very excited to play this Pokemon game with the knowledge that it's I have be now. Good. And the Pokemon that I can transfer in from Sun and Moon. And when I finally get time to go back to Let's Go, the Pokemon that I can hopefully transfer in from Let's Go. Yes. I also think it's good that they're not wasting a lot of time. Like, Pokemon Let's Go... As much as some people didn't like it, it did hold us over. Yeah, like I mean, like, now 2018 is over, and Pokemon 2019 comes out in 2019, which means at some point between now and about 380 days from now, we have the new Pokemon game, which is like not long enough for people to get like, I don't know, impatient. <laughs> yeah, I bet I bet it'll come out in November. I imagine it will be one of the holiday releases, but it's it it's good. I think it's smart that they did. This I'm way. so excited. Yeah. I I. I love Pokemon. It's, it's it's the best. It is the best. Um, I just want to bring up some of the other things we didn't even bring up that were on this list. Um, Yoshi's Crafted World. 
Luigi's Mansion 3. Game Freak's Town. Oh, yeah! Which is a game that I'm really excited about. I'm so Sayonara excited. Wild Hearts, which is the one that came out of the Game Awards. Damon X Machina, which I'm really excited for. I'm excited for that one, too. Travis Strikes Again, which is coming out in January. In weeks. Tales of Vesperia, which we talked about in the in the news. Resident Evil 1, 4, and 0 are getting re-released. Doom Eternal. Dragon Quest Builders 2, which was like my number six. Because <laughs> I love that game. And its sequel is going to be great. Mortal Kombat 11, Mario, Mario, Super Mario Deluxe Wii U, because there's so many freaking letters to make that game. Yep. Um, the Ace Attorney trilogy. Like, next year's going to be stacked. Yeah. Because, you know, they're going to release stuff. I don't want to announce I don't, don't want to knock on 2018, but it was by far the weaker year for the Switch. Oh, no. No doubt. And, like, it's, it's not that it was, again, it's not that it was bad. It's not a bad year, but it is... But out of the two years, it's the listen, worst one. Listen, next year, they're going to come out and beat the crap out of us. Yeah. 2018 will always be the year it's like, well, it was okay. But, I mean, we did get Super Smash Brothers, so okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, we got good games. We were I, fine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we'll talk about that when we get to yeah, our... That will be, be not... 2018 review. That's not this week coming up. But not, the week after, probably. Yeah. It'll probably be the last the, either the last episode of 2018 or the first episode of 2019. Probably, probably first episode of 2019. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, those are the games that we're looking forward to. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh. Shoot. I read the wrong list. What list? My The wrong top five list. Can I give you the right one? Is it going to say Kingdom Hearts 3 five times? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry to ruin your joke, but, like... <laughs> I don't think anyone even listening to this show is like, oh, I wonder what his list is. <laughs> you're right, you're right. But yeah, um, let us know on Twitter. Segway. Segway. At Pink Gold Peeps. What you are most excited about for 2019, is it Animal Crossing? Is it Pokemon? Fire Emblem? Something new? Kingdom Hearts 3, if you're Matt? You know, let us know. <laughs> um, you can also uh, email us at pinkgoldpeeps at gmail.com. You can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. See when the episodes go up. Because usually what we'll do is we'll post on Twitter and Reddit when the episode comes out the morning after. So Matt uploads the episodes, and then I go to the Twitterverse and post about them. So if you want to hear it the night before or hear it on your commute into work as opposed to your commute home, if you subscribe to us, you'll see it. There you go. Boom. It's good. Um, Matt. Yes. What's your fun fact? Okay, so I don't know whether I should call this a fun fact or a fun complaint. Maybe it's both, I guess. But okay. uh, Nintendo should update or stop trolling me with their emails, How's basically. That? I got an email today. I, I want this to... I want to express that this email was obtained... Today, December 17th. December 17th, 2018. That says, Thanks for playing Super Mario Odyssey. Hope you're enjoying your adventure. Your Odyssey is just getting started. <laughs> And I read that email, and I was like, what? <laughs> and I flipped. Like, I flipped out. Because you were like, Super Mario Odyssey 2. Yeah, like, it's, like, it says it right there. And I was like, what? Well, I, I, my first thought was DLC. I, I know. <laughs> and then it goes, we hope you're enjoying your Mario Odyssey game. By now, you've probably covered a lot of ground and seen some amazing sights. But there's still a lot more fun in store. Okay. Is what the email says. <laughs> okay. And I was like, what? And I, I'm like, I'm genuinely flipping out at this point, right? Like, I... I go to the bathroom at work because I couldn't contain my excitement at my desk. So you peed yourself in... in, in <laughs> That's in, not what I mean. <laughs> so yeah, you're really excited and you go in, what happens? And I just scroll down. We have a free wallpaper for you. 
<laughs> Add some adventure to your desktop or mobile device with a free Mario Odyssey wallpaper. I love it. But wait, I love it. there's more. Oh. Buy our starter guide. <laughs> from Rest in Peace Prima Games. <laughs> That's fantastic. And that I is fantastic. Like, what? I was just so upset. <laughs> it's good. That is really good. That is so good. I uh, finally got my Piranha Plant code, by the way. I didn't get okay. it until like a couple days ago. Oh, yeah. I got Well, I got mine when we were on the podcast last week. I was checking. Yeah. But yeah, make sure to check your Piranha Plant codes, guys. Uh, my little fun fact for the week is um, try to make sure you get your Christmas gifts early. But if you don't, you know, Amazon one day shipping is really impressive because that box right there showed up today and we ordered it last night at 930. Nice. What is it? It's a, it's a uh, portable charger for two phones. Oh, cool. Or not portable charger. Sorry. Like one of those ones you just like put your phone on. It's a wireless charger for two phones at once. That's super cool. I got it from my dad. Oh, I still haven't gotten for. my dad a present yet. Dads are hard to shop for. So that's my right? other fun fact. Dads, Dads are, hard are in to fact hard to shop. I don't know what to get him. He just got a new car, and I'm like, maybe I get him something for the car. But like, what would know. I get him? I don't know. He's the, he's the only one that I haven't got a present for. You can do it. I'll figure it out. You what? What? You're getting me a gift? What? I'll get you something. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs>